This week on the Bamcast, when you're a ninja, no one can hear you. One star, we're ninja. All right, welcome to the Bamcast. Hey, hey Bamcast. Episode 298. Yeah, that's a number. So I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote unquote bad movie. Come in here to the studio and talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. <laughs> Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks and robot jocks. Hey, Hooray, robot jocks. Robot jocks. Woo. Woo. Fuck yes. Woo indeed. Yeah. Uh, but hmm? the bad bad movies, as in stay away, they get a negative sliding scale, one to five bags, as in douchebags after Twilight. Ugh. Yeah. Twilight's good. Twilight's good. So, um, we're done with Coptober, but we are not done with 1990 movies. No, Hell we no. are not. And we're not done with American Ninja movies. Hell no. Because we did American Ninja 4, The Annihilation. Yeah. Yes, we did. <laughs> that, that is a we watched factual it. statement. Yep. Um, uh, I don't know. Plot summary? <laughs> there's yeah, a, there's a thing that per- claims to be a plot summary. Sure. Let's read it. Uh, yeah. The two American ninjas, Joe Armstrong and Sean Davidson, team up to do battle against the terrorists and his band of ninjas. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's that, really the entire movie. Oh, we yeah. Go home now. That is. Well, we're done here. Yeah. Um, do they team up? No. Uh, um, no. No. Mm, they don't. No. Mm, no. No. But we're not there yet. No. No. But hey, this is the first American Ninja movie with both the first and only. Yes. Yes. First and last. With both Dudikoff and Bradley in it. The two American ninjas. Joe and Sean. Sean. They could not be more American. Bradlikoff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Team but Bradlikoff. It doesn't have Steve James. No. no That's not. let's just get that out of the way now. So it already starts off at what? Like three bags for at no least, Steve James. Yeah, Negative fourteen. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, So that's a bummer What it does start is with um, some people some (laughs) What appear to be American soldiers Escaping from a band of ninjas Mm -hmm. Um, They're just Going through a jungle Running away and there's ninjas popping out of everywhere And trying to kill them And kind of successfully killing a lot of them Because there's what 10 of them to begin with I think or so Mm -hmm. Yeah They all have guns and the ninjas don't Right And yet they seem to be losing badly Well the, the, the the Ninjas appear up on top of a rock, like majestically, like, oh, look, ninjas. And they all open fire and come nowhere close to them. They're just kind of standing there, like, yep. Yeah, yep. the ninjas don't even flinch. Yeah, they're, they're shooting at us, huh? That's great. Cool. But yeah. there's like some, some huts that they go by, and ninjas pop out of those things. And mm. yeah. fucking ninjas everywhere. Yeah. Every, Arizona is lousy with ninjas this time <laughs> of year. Let's not go there. But, but uh, yeah, they, I mean, they, they just go running away and kind of slowly. Like, they put a little bit of distance, and they think they're safe from the ninjas at first. Like, I think they lose a couple on, on one side. Like, they sneak through a wall or something, or, like, some kind of gate. Like, they go through some sort of, like, barrier where they're like, whew, we got away from those ninjas, huh? Yeah, it's that convenient. Well, they edited the film, so. Right. We just got away somehow. Right, because they all slow down, and, like, one guy's, like, stopping. Like, you know, I think he's been shot in the leg or something. They're like, yeah, we don't have time to stop for this. And 
And then they just kind of start hearing like ninjas killing a couple more people, mm-hmm. sort of off screen, because they do the like come out of the you know from behind and sleep, you know, choke them. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a bunch of them get massacred like right towards the end. Right. Um, and there's like, oh no, run! And they end up getting to like this little like zodiac little landing boat thing that was never going to hold all of them anyway. As BJ mm-hmm. said, I think it was good thing some of their buddies died because they were never going to fit in that boat. Yeah, one boat, one tiny little zodiac boat. They were yeah. going to have to kill off their buddies anyway right like you can't get in the boat you get get in the water and push (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah they they get in the water and like they're like all right we're getting away and all of a sudden just ninjas go and like just spring up all the way around the boat just completely encircling the boat i want to know how long those ninjas were holding their breath they have little straw bamboo yeah no they didn't you didn't see it doesn't mean they didn't have it ninjas don't need to breathe that's that's the secret they don't require oxygen in space, yeah. no one can ninja breathe yeah. or something. Look, yeah, I mean, it, American ninja, American yeah. samurai, cyborg cop, ninjas are cyborgs. Mm. David Bradley Pruces. That makes a lot of yeah. sense, actually. Yeah. Follow the money. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. But yeah, so they get captured by ninjas. They sure uh-huh. do. Yeah, and I mean, I should point out, like, none of these people are or anyone that's, like, the name people in the movie. This mm. is just some random soldiers. We have no idea... Why they're there? Just that they're running away and they get you know half half massacred and then the other half taken by ninjas. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um, and do then, we get our bad guy speechifying now, or do we cut back to you've got to go rescue these guys? I can't remember if like we they just kind of show our bad guy up on the hill looking oh, down. That's right. There's a cl- there's a cliff where they're over like the they're overseeing this ninja operation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, our bad guy um what's his name? He's a Mulgrew. Bamca- yeah, he's a Bamcast alum, right? James Booth from yeah. Pray for Death. Pray for Death. Like he's standing there and like, you know, he gets the most screen time, but there is a dude standing there and I guess it turns out to be Monocle Ninja later, but he's standing there in like what looks almost like a Megaforce outfit. Yeah. And we're just like, what the? And like a big Rod Stewart wig. Uh-huh. <laughs> and there, there's several guys dressed very oddly. Like there's a Sheik I think up on top of the cliff and mm-hmm. Sheik, yeah. yeah, it's just it's kind of like yeah, I think someone said Iron it. Someone said who, the ninja. Who said it? Someone said like, "Is this an anime?" Because it was just like, "Let's oh, have yeah. every." Oh yeah, let's it have had the one weird... guy with like the white hair and the crazy yeah. like V-shaped. Yeah, e. yeah. it was just like mm-hmm. they like I don't know. Let's have all kinds of people that are band yeah. together to be the bad guys. But and that's we have a a cavalcade of bad guys right. throughout mm-hmm. this film. Um, but yeah, they don't do much talking yet. No. So oh, we, that's right. He just kind of grins and yeah. then it's like you know cut yeah. to. And then we get to the wedding. Right. Yeah. <laughs> cut to. They David stand Bradley's in, buddy yeah. getting married. Uh, stand in for Steve James, obviously. I mean, the, yeah, but this not, role is, but okay. not even remotely close. He kind of looks like Chris Rock's like you know, unfamous no, uncle. I know. I mean, he doesn't even have the same character name, but no. you could tell that was supposed to be the Steve James character because of the way they keep talking about him throughout the film. Because sure. they also tell Dudikoff at one point, "He's your buddy." No, he was talking about Sean. No, no, he was talking about both of them. He mentioned Sean specifically. Yeah, he, that, that's why I was like, the implication when, did they, is, when did the two of them meet? Yeah, the implication is that both American Ninjas are friends, despite having never appeared together in a movie. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I think in three, he mentioned Armstrong. He was like, Armstrong's on assignment. He can't do this. So okay. I guess you'll do hmm. <laughs> David Bradley. <laughs> I, anyway, but three yeah. has already been erased from my mind. I hate to say, yeah, but I, don't remember I could not it. tell you anything that happened in three. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but this guy's getting married, and uh, Bradley is like the I don't know the ninja of honor or whatever it is. I don't know <laughs> whatever the best best, best ninja. ninja, best ninja, yeah. best ninja. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he gets a call on like some sort of walkie-talkie device that rings like a cell phone mm-hmm. in 1990. But 
he picks it up and it's like we've got a triple code red alert or something like that mm-hmm. and he's like i'm standing we're, we're literally standing at the altar this is happening like we're we he, i think it was already past the does anyone have a problem with this yes which the guy didn't wait for i like that no also the the <laughs> i think he called him a vicar was yes. uh almost the princess hey. bride guy <laughs> a little bit I mean, he was just kind of like ma- marriage. <laughs> yeah, he was he was super British ish, yeah. and uh, yeah, he gets to the whole like you know, does anyone here have any objections? Okay, good. Now yeah. let's go yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I'm, was he suspect suspecting someone was going to stand up? And he was like, no, I thought this would be Dudikoff's. I thought oh, he was going to go. Yeah. Hey, no, we got a mission. <laughs> oh, but that yeah. See, that would have worked that better. Would have been yes, that would have yeah. been pretty good. But yeah, no, they get that phone call, and he's like, yeah, he's triple like, red alert now. We got to go. He's like, yeah. yep, sorry. He's like, no, they're exchanging vows. The guy who was on the other line. They're is ten like, seconds from saying I do. Yeah. yeah, the other guy on the other line is like, it doesn't matter. Yep. You get in here. Cars outside. Go now. Yeah. Like, like this is the ultimate example of no work life balance. Yeah. And groom the the groom is like, well, sorry. Yeah. I, totally, I do have to go. <laughs> he is totally cool with it. Yeah, it's not mic'd well, but the bride says something, and the 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 um soon I guess it's soon to be his father in law from the yeah. from his expression is just beside himself. Oh, he's angry, and but never says anything. But the the bride says something, and he's just like, "I'm sorry, I got to go." Bye. Yeah. And they jump. There's a limo waiting outside. They jump in the limo and go get briefed. Yeah. And it's a, and they're still wearing their tuxes when they the, get briefed. It's the yeah. briefest of briefing too, because he's just like, "Hey, what can you tell us about the guy's name is Garf, Scarf Mulgrew." <laughs> Scar- what can you tell me about Scarf, <laughs> Scarf Mulgrew? Yeah. He sounds like a yeah, Ninja Turtle villain or something. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. Scarf. Ooh, the Scarf. No, Scarf he sounds Mulgrew. like the, the retired guy you'd go get fashion advice from. Like, I, <laughs> I'm thinking of breaking... I'm, I'm going to try out for Project Runway. You're not ready for Project Runway. <laughs> yeah. The old mentor. Yeah. yeah. I am Scarf Mulgrew. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's Scarf Mulgrew. <laughs> That guy's a legend. As soon as you can grab the bedazzler out of my hand. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, he's none of these things. He's just a guy, which is kind of what the Steve James stand-in guy explains. He's like, well, you know, he did some things, and I don't know. Well, yeah, so he's basically like, what can you tell him about? Well, he doesn't like anybody. He he basically lists lists off everyone he doesn't like. He's like, well... He doesn't like the Russians. All right. He doesn't like Americans even more, though. And it's like, yeah. he's like, he doesn't like this. He doesn't like that. He's basically a mercenary. He's, he says he's allergic to peanuts, but I think he's bullshitting. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. yeah. And uh, so, I mean, like the briefing guys just basically like, look, you ever heard of a suitcase nuke? They got one. So you yeah. guys need to go get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. They got to chase down a snook. Yep. Yep. But he, he, the main thing is he gives them their code their password oh, for when Christ. they get there mm-hmm. so that their contact will know it's them. Yeah. The password is Big Blue Wrecking Crew. <laughs> Isn't it weird, the Big Blue Wrecking no, Crew? No, he just said the just password big... is just Big Blue Wrecking Crew. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's subtle. You can work that into a conversation Absolutely. subtly. Just, you know. Yeah. It's, it's at least eight characters. Yeah. The boat it is does not river. contain a number or a special character, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm going to make that my password for everyone. Big Blue, Big Wrecking, Blue Crew. Wrecking Crew. Yeah. So if you want to access my yeah, Gmail later. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. But. So, guys, do you see the Royals this year? You know, <laughs> big fans of the Big Blue Wrecking Crew. Anyone? Huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, huh? Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Not who I need to see. Okay. But. Uh, all that. But, and they also say that Joe, like, and and Sean is like you got to call Joe man Dude, well, he's like, we need Joe guy, in on this he's and about he's to like, get married he d- he's not he's not ready for this yeah and you know the boss is just like we called him he's he's yeah. in the peace corps now he doesn't want anything to do with this yeah joe is done with killing he's yeah. in the peace corps teaching kids like 
math or some right, whatever bullshit court. they're never going to use. Whatever that bullshit is. Yeah. And and <laughs> David Bradley's like, yeah, all right. I, I guess this guy's fine then. <laughs> if that's if yeah. he's not available, okay, fine. I'll yeah. take this guy. Let's go. Hey, any port in a storm, man. <laughs> yeah. So they parachute. Okay. So they <laughs> they jump out of a plane into whatever country this mm. is, which becomes this weird hybrid of six countries. So they parachute in, but they don't have the ability to photograph on the way down. So there's just someone on the ground photographing two people jumping out of an, uh, an airplane. They land, rip off all their gear and stuff, get <laughs> get out of their jumpsuits, and they are just wearing the dumbest Ca- things. Casual yes. wear. Yeah. It's, it's just like Thursday afternoon casual wear. I mean, David Bradley is basically wearing his cyborg cop outfit, Sans. Yeah, yeah he's wearing like jeans uh, and a... Leather jacket, the like a black leather jacket, puffy leather jacket. Yeah, and his buddy is just like wearing a plaid shirt yeah. and slacks. Yeah, like they're going and to, like a fucking you know, rope belt. Yeah, I mean, like they're just going to a show or something. Yeah. It's it pick up some babes and yeah. <laughs> hang out at the bar. Uh, You're gonna go to Chili's after work, but two for ones. So they're conspicuously walking through the woods for maybe forty five seconds, and then. A kid jumps out of nowhere with a shotgun on him. It's like, aha, I got the drop on you, and I will make vague movie references now. Mm. And well, then- yeah, he's almost like, he's kind of doing like half Scarface, yeah. half like 30s gangster type thing. Yeah, and it's weird but because- But it sounds horrible. It's terrible, and it is immediately dropped. Like, oh, yeah. they, they give this kid like a little bit of character, like, oh, he grew up watching movies and stuff, and then they just- well, they get they all get on a bus after they make contact, right. and then not Steve James and him are arguing about who's like a better actor. Like, is it Brando or is it? Uh, yeah, they're uh, they're they're pre IMDb arguing about who was in no, a movie. Mm-hmm. That's what it's yeah, true. yeah, but, like we used to do before we had phones. Right, and could just look it up. Yeah, they're just like, nah, it was this. My memory says so. Um, but yeah, when he gets the drop on him, they're just like, uh, we're the big blue wrecking crew, and the kid's like, oh, why didn't you say so? Come on, let's mm-hmm. go. It's like if that's <laughs> yeah. And then his car won't start. Right. So they have to take a bus mm-hmm. with like a billion other people on the bus. Yeah. And, and that's take where a- they have their argument. Yeah. And then they, the kid brings them to town where they have to meet at the bar. Right. They have to meet Fat Tony or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some guy at the bar. Yeah. And the guy in the bar that they're supposed to meet is just like, well, you guys don't look like much. Get him. Well, he laughs in their faces. <laughs> He's yeah. like, they sent like a elite team of Delta Navy Force. SEALs and Delta Force. Delta and all Force that. was like, here. They all whoever. got captured. Now it's yeah. just you two. Yeah, and that's what the they send. So David Bradley has to mess some people up. Yeah, just dudes start coming at David Bradley. Uh, well, no, the thing starts by not Steve James hitting the biggest guy in the bar lightly, gently with a bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of like uh, pushes it onto him. He just touches <laughs> his head with it and just goes, here you go, clink. Yes. Gently. And then that Gently guy rubbing it against his head retaliates by going after David Bradley. Mm-hmm. Like the other guy just yeah, immediately he, bails. Like he's out. And so this is like the first proper fight scene of the movie. But proper is not the best way to describe it yeah. because it's it's filmed very badly. Um, it's filmed very strange. Well, it's edited very strangely it's, because they yeah. have shots and they have guys like making contact and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. But they have this habit of cutting just as he makes contact. Yeah. So, like, a guy will throw a punch, and just as he's about to hit, that's when they cut to an alternate angle of, like, the Nothing. guy jumping away or right. whatever, you know, getting you know getting knocked over. It's 
it makes every fight scene play out just terribly. Yeah. Like, I, I don't understand if it was like, well, we need to get this cut down for an R rating or something, but not no, really I think, because I think they it's not that violent a movie. I think they didn't know how to shoot it. I don't, I don't think they knew how to do a camera setup because when they got to the edit room, they were like, oh, you can totally tell these punches aren't making any contact whatsoever. Yeah. Cut it out. So it had to be that. Yeah. So Which it's either is, like... But the thing is, like, David Bradley was in the other one. I know. He, like, he knows how to do this stuff. Well, I he can know... You know, as much as he wants, yeah, but, if, but the other guy doesn't. if they don't put the camera in the right place, because mm. I mean, he knows not to murder the other guy oh, in the yeah. scene. So there's ways to shoot it and there's ways not to, but yeah. they, they just they chose, chose to, the ways not to. Yeah. So, you know, he wrecks the dudes and then Fat Tony's like, ha you guys are worthy. Come with me. Yeah. Let's go upstairs. Let's go upstairs. Right. And that's when the fucking army of police show up. Mm-hmm. Led by you know General Sourface, <laughs> yeah, which... <laughs> and and short man with penis hat. <laughs> oh God, yeah, his little sidekick guy. That is the strangest hat I've ever seen. Like, it's yeah, it's I, it's. I don't think I've ever seen that style hat like ever. No, I <laughs> straight up ever. Yeah, well, I mean, like I've seen a lot of different kinds of military style hats and things like this. Oh, it's... the one that made him look like a weird penis. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It worked for him, I guess. Whatever. But yeah, those dudes show up and they're just like... (laughs) They go up... So the heroes and fat guy go upstairs to start talking business, but they're like immediately interrupted because the door like blows open and just like 80s music video smoke just pours into the room. (laughs) Like fucking David Copperfield is about to walk in like, ah, my latest special means I'm here now in American Ninja 4. Um, But no, the guy just comes in and is just like... Well, okay... David yeah. Bradley and his friend have hidden in the in the closet. In the closet, yes. Yeah. So they come in and they're just doing all their Nazi stormtrooper bullshit. You know, like yeah. Where and are and they? he's just chewing scenery. I mean, you know, he did that in Pray for Death. He did it in Avenging Force. Yep. Where they like this James Booth is just gleefully evil, mm-hmm. and he's and he's enjoying the hell out of this. And he also wrote the movie yes. under gleeval. a surname, by the way. Yeah, gleeval. gleeval. Yes, gleeval. He's gleeval. But. Yeah. So and and he asked them. He asked the two guys because it's the fat Tony and then it's the, the kid gangster kid. Yeah. And he asked him a question, and the and the fat Tony's like, eh, I don't know, yeah. doesn't want to answer him. So he just turns around and shoots him in the head. Yes. And then gets like really, I don't know any other way to describe it, but gets really rapey with the kid. Yes, he does. Like sits down next to him on the desk and like starts pulling his tank top off of his shoulders and like getting real close to his ear it's gross yeah and the kid thinks it's gross too because he yeah immediately is that kid didn't need to act no that kid was freaking out yeah and then he's like they're in the closet yeah (laughs) stop touching straight up like yeah i can't handle any more of this they're in the closet but then there's like a five second whirlwind of something that happens they explode out of the closet Mm -hmm. and they hit like one ninja yeah or, or one soldier. I yeah. guess there's soldiers. They're they soldiers don't, they don't right bring now. the ninjas. No. Ninjas are for home. <laughs> soldiers are for city. What? Yes. That's racist. That's. I don't know. That's, no. It's, sure. Well, kind of confused. It's a strategy, I guess. Yeah, you don't want to waste you your ninjas. Leave, <laughs> yeah, you leave your ninjas at home. Yeah. You take your soldiers out to the city. Okay. But either way, he takes out a couple soldiers and then. Again, terrible editing. Yeah. Suddenly, where does he take him out to? He is bursting out of the window. Yes, like, like David Bradley is just like cannonballing out of the window, and 
the other guy's like, oh shit, not yeah. Steve James. It's just kind of like, all right, I'll come with him out. Yeah. Because, yeah, and he's like destroyed the fruit stand down below, and this little old lady's like throwing melons at him. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just run away. They do. Down the street. They just like, where do we go? I don't know. That way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, they wind up in front of some like church place. Well, before that, yeah. There's a shot where everyone's like running around through the market. Oh trying God, to find them. right! <laughs> and the guy runs by, and it's it's like it's straight out of a fucking cartoon where they both raise up and they're wearing sombreros yeah. that look like they were sitting on something. Yeah, and then they start. Then they're like, "Oh man, we need to get out of here." And then from behind them, the kid pops out and he's like, "Wherever you guys are going, I'm there, man." <laughs> and he's like, and "David Bradley's literally like, where the fuck did he come from?" Yeah. yeah. And the kid's like, I don't know. And then just ducks back down, (laughs) exits the scene the way he came in. It is such a good, like, almost fourth wall thing. Yeah. Where they're just like, how the fuck did that kid get here before we did? (laughs) Get out of here. And the movie's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) He's there. This is a dumb joke. Go with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Boy, I'd forgotten that dumb bit. But, yeah, they they run to a church or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the kid knocks on a door and a lady answers. And she's like, what's going on? And he's like, these people, they're the guys. And she's like, oh, okay, come with me. Yeah, it, I think it's some sort of mission because like, they're talking about this lady yeah, is with sure. the Peace Corps. Yep. Peace Corps, and there's a, you know, it's kind of a hospital too. Yeah. 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 So she's just like, oh, okay, great. Yeah, and I, she I, I just immediately place. puts herself into the middle of this story. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because she goes and decides to hide them in the in the morgue, yeah. essentially, where there's a surprising number of bodies given the size of where wherever in the fuckistan they are. <laughs> um, but... Like she's just like comes out like they they knock on the door she shut you know, she locks everyone in there. Mm-hmm. The best part about this is like oh, like the the kid not Steve James you know they they immediately go to a table and hide under a blanket. Uh, Bradley goes down like to the very end and just ninja poses behind the oh, stretcher like yeah I, I mean he, but he does like the slow sink slink yeah down. like the one like uh, you know straight out the other one bent you know kind mm. of thing and just. If, you know, I don't know, just the ducks behind there. It's like, why? Oh, there, there's zero reason for you to be doing this. Mm-hmm. But she puts on gloves and they come to knock and the bad guys come knocking on the door, of course. And she comes out and it's like, what? what? What's the problem here? I, You know, did you see anybody in here? She's like, no, I'm just working on these bodies from the village down the, that had like, you know, uh, leper colony. The, yeah, the leper colony down yeah. the down the street. You want to like, come in here? Well, she's like, it's all gross. There are lepers in here. It's really it he's like, bad. And he's like, there's there's lepers. And he's yeah. like, she's like, yeah. You want to take a look around? And instead of like every other movie where he'd be like, no, I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm good. He's just like, all right, and walks in covering his mouth and mm-hmm. walks around, walks around, pokes a couple of the bodies. Yeah. I think pokes uh, yeah. uh, not Steve James. Pokes not Don't Steve poke James. a leper. Yeah, weird. It's, you just see under the blanket Steve James going ah. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Yeah, and then he's just like, oh, fuck this. I'm about to puke. It's and gross in here. Yeah, I'm getting out. Leaves. Yeah. And then they just pop out, and they're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm coming with you. And, and, and yeah. he's like, no, I can't ask you to do anything else. She's like, uh, they're already going to come looking for me. And he's like, that really doesn't make any logical sense, but you're pretty. Come on. Yeah. Just, all right, you're coming with us. Yeah. And then, so they're running off, and she, she's well endowed for a lady of her stature mm-hmm. and so he comments he's like you're really not built for this are you yeah <laughs> yeah well like for, i mean there's an obvious shot where we the audience are like oh yeah you know she needs a sports bra yeah and then like mm-hmm. but yeah like 10 steps later he's like yeah we need to go there a little bit faster you're really not built for running are you <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's like 
Uh, smooth, David Bradley. Yeah. Smooth. They have bonded now. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you know, original bonded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 And then immediately they're beset upon by ninjas. Well. <sighs> yeah. Well, no. David Bradley does some training at one point. Kind of. Because he's okay. like doing the splits out in the woods. Yeah, and he puts together his bow. Yeah. And then that's when just all of a sudden they're in like... No, a- they were running, and it's it's not filmed and not edited well, but there is an arrow that goes foom, right over the nurse's head. Okay. And it actually like whizzes through her hair to the point that she's like, what the hell? Oh. Like, see, it, I, is, it is not filmed well at all, yeah. but there's an arrow but that goes... That, but he has enough tree. time to like get in his sitting... Right. His yeah. He's just like, pose. you keep going, I gotta, you know, I yeah. gotta ninja prepare here and get my bow ready. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I gotta bow before the bow. And- yeah, and he loads up his, uh, his magazine full mm-hmm. of ninja stars. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Or is it a clip? I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say. It's a container of ninja okay. stars. Okay. Mm. A receptacle. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on if it spring loads them out in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. It it doesn't it look like it might, but yeah. I don't know. I want one now though. Well, sure. <laughs> I also want ninja stars. Yeah. But yeah. He's loaded up his ninja weaponry. Yeah. And again, terrible editing mm-hmm. because like certain shots it looks like there's like 30 ninjas coming at them from behind the trees yes and then other shots it's like no there's three right well so it now looks like they're in just a city park of some kind they're in a luscious barely forested area of mm-hmm. lush greens and yeah and all of a sudden there's just ninjas and arrows are flying all over the place yeah he he's like in actual full speed film slow motion yeah lining up these shots to take out ninjas well because the ninjas jump out with swords they're like haha and he's like i have an arrow haha and mm-hmm. just starts arrowing them and then he's like fight he's fighting one ninja but behind him there are 30 ninjas walking the other direction yes unaware of anything that's not going aware on. that he's there so he dispatches this one and then they all turn around like oh all right you're over here um and then they all bunch up together for some stupid reason. And then the ninjas throw a fucking net on them. Just just a dumb, not weighted, or just a net. Just a... Yes. <laughs> a straight up... And they are just immediately captured. They're like, oh, <laughs> the vapors. Mm. And they fall to the ground. Like, Yeah. And the kid just runs away. Yeah, the and kid's the ninjas like, are like, okay, I'm out. Go forth and run, child. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which I didn't even see because I was laughing so hard at the stupid net thing actually oh, working. It was the... <laughs> It's not a magnetic net. It's no. not the fucking net that was on fire in last week's movie. None nope. of that. It's just a net. <laughs> it's just a plain ass net. I'm sorry. One day I want an experiment. Someone to just throw a net on me and watch me just go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm free. You know what? what? Once you get trapped in it. I probably will. I would almost put money that you'll get trapped in then it. Then I will Chuck. apologize. I will apologize to the audience. <laughs> It'll be like Mythbusters. Exactly. Like, Myth. <laughs> Plausible. Can Chuck get caught in a net? plausible let's, let's do this yeah but so yeah they get captured and <laughs> and th- while they've been cutting away from what david bradley has and not steve james have been doing they've been showing like basically bad guy from pray for death just being a complete dick to all the soldiers that they've captured yeah and he's he's, he's tormenting two of them in his office yeah and he's like tell me what you know who are these people who are here yeah, because these are the people that they captured when they took over the bar. Yeah. Like, these were the people that had originally fought David Bradley. Yeah, the people who lost kicked. to David Bradley, yeah. who were still alive. But they like, got captured, because, yeah. and I guess they, because they fought him, they knew that they were... Yeah, but they're just like, I don't know anything. And, and James Booth is like, all right, cool, blam. Yeah. 
the other guy's like, no, seriously, we don't know anything, man. We don't know anything. He's like, all right, cool. And <laughs> shoots that guy in the mouth. Yeah. You know, it's. And he's, ha- he's, he's trying to hang the giant ogre man. Yeah. And he tells him he likes him. <laughs> yes. He's like, I like you. Yeah. And then he shoots the chair out from under mm-hmm. him. And that's, and of course that strangles the guy immediately. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's eviling it up all over the place, but it, it's all ill-defined and nonsense. And, you know, he's kind of working for the chic guy. And the Sheik's plan is to nuke New York City with their nuke. The bad guy's just murdering people just to say, you know, I'm the bad guy. Yeah. Even though there's no actual evil plan ever happening. It's just, I'm evil and I'm, I'm evil and doing... I'm ninjas. Yeah. And the other, I mean, at least the, at least the uh, guy, the, the Middle Eastern guy is like, yeah, I want to nuke the infidels, the... Right. the western devil yeah all that sort of stuff yeah because their thing is the president has to pay us 50 million dollars for the return of these hostages Mm -hmm. otherwise we're gonna nuke new york city yeah so that's the whole plan but it's it's like it's brushed off in a sentence and it's never said again it's just dumb um but yeah so it does come up at the very end it okay you're right it does come up at the very end yeah but it's basically that's why they sent david bradley in who is now captured Mm mm-hmm and is now prisoner and yeah they they take him down to a basement yeah oh no 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 no. wait whoa 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 Whoa, hold on okay okay no they're they're captured but then what happens is is that we get a giant helicopter shot of this cliff where there are multi uniform colored Ah, ninjas exercising and doing the the al-qaeda monkey bars and obstacle courses and all the things that's right that's when we're really introduced to the chic guy who's like slowly like just applauding all of yeah, the ninjas golf doing claps yeah. to ninjas doing ninja stuff so there's like a set of monkey bars that has broken glass on the top of it mm. and that's when like uh you know eye patch ninja who's the head ninja he's like Rrr! not just eye patch mirrored eye patch ninja yes mirrored eye patch ninja with like I don't know, like Tron suit on. Mm. It's weird, but like he does the broken glass monkey bars and <laughs> and then all the other ninjas are like, yeah, we're going to do it too. And then like some of them fall. And so Sheik guy is applauding no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. Like if they make it across, he's very, he's pleased yeah. by that. If they fall and die, he's super pleased by that. Well, he's got a positive spin on either one. He's like, when they make it through, he's like, look, they're invincible. They're, they're made of steel or whatever it is. But mm-hmm. when they fall, it's like, look, they die at my command. That pleases me. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. So he's an optimist. Yeah. James Booth is like, don't worry. We'll catch those guys. You know, we'll, we'll find out what's going on. And she is like, you mean these guys? <laughs> and just marches them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is kind of awesome. But Scarf. <laughs> Scarf does like the best goddamn oh, double take Scott. ever. It's, like, it's a comical like, bruh. Yeah. It is, it is the most cartoonish. Mm. Like, <laughs> what? what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they march up and they have ripped off David Bradley's shirt for some reason. Um, he has a history of taking off his shirt. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so they put him in the, in the circle of ninjas. And these ninjas, like, these are the black-suited ninjas. And they're just, like... Ninjurkle. Just beating on David Bradley. Until at one point, David Bradley's like, no, fuck this. I'm going to fuck with these ninjas. Yeah. And he just starts fighting back and kicking all their asses. Yeah. Until until he decides to make a move towards the Sheik and Scarf. (laughs) And gets blow-darted in the back. Right. (laughs) And that's when Scarf gets to give him a little speech about how... 
you American how evil fuck. he is. Yeah, and he's an American fuck, and he's going to suffer before he dies, and he's mm-hmm. not going to suffer long because he's going to be dead pretty quickly. Right. Yes, all of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when they take him to the basement. Yeah, and that's Time. when they go to the basement. And... and this is where David Bradley and friends pretty much stay for the rest of the movie. Yep. Because they are chained up in the basement, and it's like they just sort of sigh and go, well... Yes, if only Michael Dudikoff would rescue us, right. as was contractually <laughs> obligated by his appearance in the movie. Oh, Since- yeah, that's right. Michael Dudikoff's in this movie. Uh-huh. Top build Michael Dudikoff. This is like an hour into the movie. <laughs> yeah. And then finally, get, yeah. And it's the most unceremonious way to introduce him, too. It's terrible. Because yep. he just they're, they're, wanders in. Wasn't there, was there menacing by Scarf to the lady? I think. Yes, was, he was getting ready to menace the lady. Yeah, he was menacing the lady and was, I don't think he began slapping her around no, until that's the later, later scene, but like he's like, oh, you know, something like you're going to be mine, whether you like it or not. It's like, mm. well, we yeah. know what that means. And then it's just this like cut to Michael Dudikoff coming through a door. Yeah. And it's, it's like, like, oh, what? hey, you're in this movie. <laughs> yeah. And he comes in and he's teaching a class mm-hmm. as part of his Peace Corps duties, mm-hmm. I guess. And he's like, hey, kids, today we're going to talk about the environment. This is how you spell it. Do you know what the environment is? I need you to go outside and get me a piece of the environment. <laughs> and then CIA guy is just kind of standing on the stairwell. And he's like, oh, yeah. Uh, so go out there and get me that environment. I'll, I'll, I'll come see you in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bring me some environment. <laughs> yes. yes. Here's a giant English word that you have no yeah. fucking clue about. Bring me some of what it yeah. represents. They're just all going to bring him a rock. Uh-huh. Dudikoff They're is all the gonna shittiest bring him a rock. teacher in the world. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen him teach more than 30 seconds before. Yeah. No, you wouldn't have, because you probably would have gotten mad. Well, maybe mm. so. He but. sucks. But yeah. So the general guy is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he's he, just like, hey, you know, he's like, I told you before. I'm 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 out. I'm out. I'm in the Peace Corps now, and he's like, I'm a man yeah, of peace. I'm but they've killing. got two more people, and one of them's your friend Sean. He's yeah. like, all right, okay, I'll go. Well, he seems to hesitate a little bit about it. He's like, I don't know. I'm a man of Peace Corps now. <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. These kids need to learn about the environment. Before they do. I can go save the world. Yes, but he goes. Yes, he does. And he gets there, and like, he gets like he comes out like the airport, and um. Pongo or Ponyo or whatever the kid's name is, just like waiting outside. He's like, "Hey, you must be Joe Armstrong. Let's go." Yeah, I mean, he doesn't need a code word for him. He's just like, yeah. hey, "You're Michael Dudikoff. Let's You're, go." I saw American Ninja One and Two. Get yeah. in my car. <laughs> and now he has a new car. It's like it's a taxi with like flames on it. Purple yeah, flames. Yeah. It's like a yellow taxi with purple flames, and it's I don't know. It's got some weird box contraption built on the back. Mm-hmm. Like it looks like a homemade camper, but. I don't know what it may be some sort of luggage. Rack. I think it's explained why the car is so weird looking when they get to where they're going. Okay. Because they're going to sulfur city, sulfur Springs, sulfur, sulfur Springs, which they've mentioned several yeah. times. Yeah. Which was really the only bit of information that was imparted by the whole bar scene before mm-hmm. everything got busted up was you got a rendezvous at silver at sulfur Springs. <laughs> right. And they'll help you. Yeah. You know, talk to this guy who's there yeah. and he'll, help he'll hook you up mm-hmm. so like okay whatever that is yeah now the, the one thing that the cia did the, uh, the chief guy said to michael dudikoff before he left and he drops this so casually and it's the first time they've said the word he says they're being held prisoner at dragon fort mm-hmm. yeah dragon fort <laughs> he just says it like dragon fort you know and it's like wait what <laughs> dragon fort yeah. that sounds awesome it's the most metal place ever <laughs> Which, dragon Fort. Well, which unless, you're, unless you're imagining Dragon Fort, oh, not yeah, so much. You don't yeah. want that because 
Do you like Imagine Dragons? <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. Imagine Dragon <laughs> Fort, this fort, across the fort. <laughs> Which, okay, so we've already seen Dragon Fort, inside and out. It's it's where they are. Mm-hmm. It's where they're being held, but yeah. it's just so weird that they've suddenly thrown this name on it, and that it's such an amazing name, and they're just like saying it like, eh, Dragon Fort. Yeah, Dragon Fort. Also on the Dragon River. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, great. So, the kid takes Dudikoff to... Sulfur Springs. Well, on the way there. Yeah. First oh, of, well, oh, right. On okay. the way there, a ninja jumps on the hood of the car, and the kid's like, fuck. Well, okay, so Dudikoff is like, the kid's driving. Dudikoff's just kind of lazily looking out the window, and he mm-hmm. sees a guy standing on a rock. He's like, is that a guy standing on a rock? And then he like blinks, and it's gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you know, we must be entering Ninja County. Cause, right. Because suddenly, <laughs> yeah. ninja on hood of the car from like from nowhere. I mean, yeah. so there's, he there's, no, the ninja there's no foliage or anything here. He just, you know. He's just uh, there, man. Ninjas. And uh, I believe Dudikoff punches through the windshield. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and takes the ninja out, knocks yeah. him off the front of the car. Yep. And um, some more ninjas jump on the back of the car. Yeah, the kid screeches to a halt, and then Dudikoff jumps out to immediately go against his Peace Corps training and fucking yeah. murder some ninjas. Yeah. He doesn't even hesitate. He doesn't is, have an internal struggle he, at all. He is off the Peace Corps wagon completely. He's yeah. just like, all right. Oh, Katana, thanks. Yeah. You're dead. <laughs> Oh hey, is that your friend? Oh, you're dead. The one well, guy, and the one guy's like backing away. I, I, I have a theory here. So like soldiers mm-hmm. trained to kill, right? They come home and they just kind of don't do anything. They like mm-hmm. spend some time doing peace. So I'm thinking he's on leave from the Peace Corps. Ah. He's doing massive amounts of murdering. Ah, okay. It's okay. a give and take thing. I get it. Well, yeah, because that one guy's backing away and he just freaking chucks a katana into his gut. Yeah, throws it right at him. Yeah. <laughs> and that ninja's like, oh yeah. He's he's hating life. Yeah. But not for long. <laughs> yeah, but not for long. Because now it's gone. Yes. So yeah. and then they have Dudikoff the... just like kind of gets back in the car. He's like, all right. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. And the kid's just like, dude, the cough. Yeah. <laughs> Look at what you did. It's like, yep. Yeah. So Ninja, also American. Yeah. They roll up on Sulphur Springs. Yeah. Sulphur Springs may as well be Barter Town. What we see, we you see an outpost, you, which is just a, the, a cabin of a car, a cab, uh, like a cab mm-hmm. of a truck, like it's yeah, like take yeah. off the bed, it's, and it's on stilts. It's a, uh, it's a lookout tower. Yeah, but it's a car, and you're and we're like, what is this, Mad Max? Ha ha ha! You know, because it we, that's all you see, and then the camera yeah. starts to pan over to this place they're at, and it's fucking Mad Max. It's fucking Mad Max. <laughs> Everyone's just wearing scrap metal and face paint and. <laughs> everything's on fire and yeah. everything's and made out of cars yes. yep. <laughs> or corrugated tin. Yeah. There's just weird graffiti everywhere. And it's like, what the, f- what country is this? Well, they said it was, <laughs> that um, country. they said it was like the place where it was a penal colony. And then yeah. like, I guess that fell apart and they became uh, independent. Mm-hmm. So I think it was Australia. So it was Mad Max. Maybe. I very well could have been. Or Georgia. I mean, I think it was their little <laughs> homage to... Yes. Same thing. Yeah. So very similar. There's a bunch of penals up there. But man, there's Dragon Fort with all these just... An army of ninjas. Yeah. There's Sulphur Springs, which is just Mad Max City. I, oh. <laughs> yeah. But all this serves is like they meet up and everyone menaces them. I mean, mm-hmm. everyone's road warriored up mm-hmm. and, and menacing them. And they're like, we need to see so-and-so. And they're like, you know... Right, no. yeah, right. And he said, "We're here. He's, we hear he's looking for some good men." And they're like, "You, ha 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 ha, good men." Yeah. And he's like, "All right, let's fight." Mm-hmm. And 
prove that you're a good man. So kids like becoming a Dudikoff's own little personal cheerleader now. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, he's so good. He could take all three of you at once. Those three. Like the, the biggest three, three like over The three there. biggest guys who's yeah. obviously like, you know, in charge of this stuff. And Dudikoff's like, dude, shut up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't want to fight. Why are you making this like, hard? I'm not yeah. here for the fight. Yeah. But, but those like, guys he, are yeah. like, it's on. Yeah. yeah. So they fight and there's a guy like way up on the top of this, you know, trash heap that they call Barter Town. <laughs> and he's like looking down at like the fights going on. He's like, enough. You know, yeah. these are good people. We need good people. Right. Mm. We are all friends now. And essentially he's just like, eventually, I mean, immediately like we're friends now. And also I have a plan. You don't like these guys. You don't like S- Scarf Mulgrew <laughs> and the Sheik. <laughs> uh, I got a plan. I know how we're going to do this. What I need you to do is I'm going to go in. I'm going to sneak in. I'm going to get these prisoners. I need you to go to the front gate and make as much noise as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, I'm sorry. First, they they, they they have to go get the blueprints. Yes. Right. Because yeah. they're like, look, there are these tunnels that were all blown up by dynamite, but there's probably one left. Yeah. That must be what they're using. So we need to go to the civic center, break in and get the plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. Which leads to a black tie dinner. Yes. <laughs> plans, boss. The plans. So where, that's where the, the American, I guess... Guy diplomat? from the embassy yeah. or something? Yeah, diplomat yeah. of some kind is there. Talking to the mayor of fucked up a stand, whatever country yeah. this is. That's the thing. We keep saying this because we have no idea. No. Like, when they first go in the bar, there's, like, a reggae band playing. Oh, man. That's another different country that bar was in. Yeah, I mean, like, this bar looks like the Steven Seagal Jamaica. Yes. You know? It almost looked like the same set from one of the previous movies, and I couldn't remember which. I know. I'm just saying, There was like, one that had, like, a New Orleans-y kind of bar yeah. in it. Yeah. But I'm it saying, like, almost, there's that. It might have been the same place. And then, like, I don't know where our kid is from. You know, like, yeah, he has I, a yeah. weird accent thanks to his, you know, movie knowledge. Yeah. But when you said earlier the sombreros, it wasn't. It was the pointy, like, you know, Chinese hats. Mm-hmm. I, I but it wasn't exactly those, there like... There were those either? No, because no, they were... They weren't like peaked. they weren't like the Vietnam hats. Yeah, that's they what were I mean. yeah. Roundish. They, were, they had a <laughs> they had hats, a brim yeah. and a crown. They're just I don't know. I'm just saying like there there is nothing to tell you where this movie is. Like this Melting Pot Island yeah. is just where we are. It's it's anyway, everything. But yes, they're having the fucking Catalina wine mixer here. <laughs> yes, they and, are. <laughs> like, but like the U.S. diplomat, uh, uh, you know, quite like you should just says, is, sees the uh, scarf and the sheik, sheik show up. And he's like, the fuck are these scumbags doing well, here? He's like, like, they literally have our hostages that are yeah. asking for money right now. He's like, it's like, I don't know about you, but I fucking hate scarf and the sheik. And yeah. I, I can't believe you're going to ca- cater to the, Oh fuck. They're here. Why yeah. did you invite them? And he just kind of turns <laughs> his back subtly. And they walk up like, no, please continue. What were you saying? He's like, I was just talking about how you're pieces of scum. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like scum. He's like, Oh, that's just what Americans think of all other races. Isn't it? He's like, and it's like, Dude, no. You literally kidnap people and have told us and are holding them from ransom. Yeah. Like, there's, there's, this is not a race thing. Yeah, yeah. It's because you're fucking evil yeah. and you have a nuke. And you're talking, yes, you're talking about buying a snook. But anyway, he's. I don't know why this guy agrees, but he's like, all right, let's go off and talk in private. And yeah. essentially, yeah. Their, their plan is just like, we've, we've uh, stepped up the execution. It's happening tomorrow. So get us our money later. <laughs> And that we're done with the diplomat. Like that whole mm-hmm. thing is done. Like he's yeah. like, all right, uh, shit. Yeah, and you fully expect them to just murder the diplomat. Yes, yeah. especially when they're like, let's go talk some more, pro- yeah. more private. Instead, they and just let him else, walk away, and they just start else. laughing at yeah. him. Yeah, nobody else goes, uh, you know, with him or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like so then, Dudikoff rolls up <laughs> in the car dressed as a priest. Well, he, they roll up in like one of their Mad Max mobiles. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a car with like a, a chopped off roof. Yes. <laughs> it's full too for yeah. some dumb reason and then he jumps out he's basically wearing a velcro priest outfit 
over his jeans and other he, totally not believable as a priest but he walks past all the guards and they're all just like sup yeah, <laughs> yeah. he just walks right into wherever the evil things are happening yeah and that's when the little general is like hey hey you come come back here i see you he's like oh my son my yeah. son my son and the guy's yeah. just like no like, no i'm not your son listen pal and then yeah, he like, just <laughs> like puts his hand on his shoulder he's like no my son and then he just he he michael dudikoff all connect pinches him. yeah mm-hmm. barely i mean he barely touches the guy but the guy just goes he's Yo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and goes down hard mm-hmm. and dudikoff's like yeah all right yep. <laughs> i'm fucking american ninja over here but um, so he just sneaks into the records room and gets right to the filing cabinet. Like, there's filing cabinets in this whole room, and he's just like, I know right where it is, and goes, yeah. grabs the blueprints, mm-hmm. and is sneaking out. And about that time, um, <laughs> Scarf and the Sheik are like, <laughs> where, you know, uh, they're still in the room, and then they hear uh, the guy coming, too. Yeah. Like, he's just like, he's coming, too, and he's like, oh, mm, and like, uh, what's that? Priest <laughs> knocked me out. Yeah, yeah, he's like, priest? There aren't any priests. I had I, all of them killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, there was a priest over here. And they, so they go, they walk into the records room. And immediately, James Booth is like, motherfucker, that, they came here and they stole the plans. Oh, well, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> and so, Dudikoff walks back out past the guards while ripping off his priest outfit. Mm-hmm. His Velcro priest outfit. Yeah. yeah. And then, like... It's like a priest tracksuit. Yeah, like, just rip, <laughs> and then he's out of it. He's free. And now playing power forward. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, almost makes it to the car, but then, like, the little general guy's like, hey... And then, like, guards kind of half-assed, but, like, try to stop him. And Dudikoff is just having none of it. Well, he kind of goes, ha-ha, to, like, two guys. Yeah. And then there's one guy on the, st- on the steps, or at the top of these little, like, five steps. And he's just, like, running, like, <laughs> leap and kicks this guy down this little tiny flight of stairs. Guys coming it's, at him with, great. with purpose. And Dudikoff's yeah. just like, nah. Nah. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, and then they drive away with the plans. Yeah. And, and just go back the to the car and drive town. off. Yeah. yeah. And that's when they put the get in in this plan of like you go distract them at the front gate i'm gonna sneak in the back yeah and get they're like here's them. a tunnel we'll take that yeah oh and, and the reason why no one's ever tried it is like it's up at the top of this mountain that's why no one's <laughs> crazy enough to try it so dudikov has to like uh you know use these little ninja spike climbing things he ninjas up. and it's i mean it's a mountain i i probably couldn't climb it but yeah. it's not that imposing of a mountain <laughs> like no. it's no. People that know how to climb mountains would... T- no, would, I mean, you could, like, get up there crack, with a grappling hook or a... There's a big crack a, that goes, like, all the way up. So, I mean, someone crane. could do that, you know, thing that people do with the crack. Yeah. It goes all the way up the mountain, but... Mm. It's not that... It's that not, thing that people do with the crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, smoke it, climb it, Smoke whatever. it. Yeah. No, I mean, people have climbed, like, El Capitan. That's, a, that's an it. imposing fucking mountain. That's straight up with yeah. nothing going on. This, this is not K2. No, this is no. pretty simple. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, he climbs up there and sneaks in, and... There, there is one. There is one shot. Like the Mad Max people are starting a, a, a you know, a, they're beginning to like assemble, and they've gotten their low budget, you know, Mad Maxi mobiles together, and are kind of like forming this apocalypse parade. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All Mad Max vehicles are low budget by sort of by default. Well, okay, yeah. they're shitty. Like three of them Shit, that they yeah. had. Yeah. You know, like they have one impressive truck thing that's like some amalgamation of a like a fifties Cadillac and something like jacked up, and it's got a uh, I don't know what they call like air intake that's like up yeah, high. It's got a weird. It's I mean you know. it's I mean it's just you know it's like it's got a weird thing. I'm sure it was not built or designed for this movie. It was no. probably uh, on a lot somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Dudikoff though my, has climbed the mountain and is like going towards this like weird waterfall entrance thing. Like there's all these barriers that I guess would slow the water down from mm-hmm. coming down this mountain. It's a yeah. It's a 
damn yeah some kind process. of damn thing and anyway <laughs> like some damn process uh, but there's this like little trench that michael tudikoff is like running towards throws his bag in and then jumps into and then it's, <laughs> it's a very obvious film cut but yeah. the bag comes like almost immediately flying back out and he's in a completely different outfit yeah like into a ninja outfit yeah. it's that like, like this it's that like metal gear solid into the box quick change yeah yeah it's that- throws the bag down jumps into the bag the bag springs out and he does, but he too, didn't he even have like yeah. that little like, oh, I'm actually doing something in here. <laughs> no, because it's Dudikoff. Yeah, right. He's a fucking ninja. It's literally two seconds. Yeah, yep. Bag like, into the not hole. Not even that long. Dudikoff like, into the hole. Dudikoff out of the hole. Bag out of the hole. This begins like what was kind of happening earlier in the um, David Bradley like you know Forrest Glenn fight scene. David Bradley. Yeah. Wait, wait, what was that look for? <laughs> it's Forrest Glenn. I was. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like you know he was just like. like Fighting the lazy, like non-paying attention. Oh, right, 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 right. But this is kind of similar because he just kind of walks up and all the ninjas kind of like, "Hey, are you? <laughs> you're dressed kind of like us, but oh, I'm dead." You know, like they all just kind of like slow to respond, like, eh? "Oh, yeah." Well, are I like you that a- he oh. takes all this time to sneak in, mm-hmm. and you know, and he kills the two guys outside, mm-hmm. and goes into you know, he rips off a grate and is going through the the piping system, but apparently wore like high heeled shoes or something, yeah, because it's like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. So of course, where he's going is right beneath mm-hmm. where, where scarf and the scarf and the sheik are are going through, and they're like, somebody's in here. They that's why they stole the plants. I should have known. Yeah, they're in the ducts beneath, and it's like he just wasted all this time. Yeah. to be Mister Stealth sneak in, mm-hmm. and they discover him like literally twenty seconds after he's actually in there. Yeah, yeah, and sound the alarm and all that yeah. good stuff. Because then immediately he's beset on all sides by ninjas <laughs> yeah uh so at one point he gets like two ninjas uh, each grabs one of his arms and a third mm. ninja pops up in front of him with a crossbow yep shoots it at him he grabs the the bolt with his teeth yep he turns his head yes. and bites the bolt right <laughs> so, not only does he do this I mean, it's, it's the turn the head like you're gonna catch a bullet right it's yep a, it's a crossbow it's a bolt. bolt yeah and he's like haha <laughs> so yeah. the, the one that's holding one of his arms kind of comes at him a little bit yeah <laughs> gets in a little bit behind him yeah and he stabs that fucker in the neck with the bolt that he's caught with his teeth yes just whips his head around and fucking stabs that and guy. that's like the first moment that it actually feels like a canon movie yeah and we're what an hour and 15 yeah, it's yeah. almost over we're, we're basically at the climax yeah. of the movie although there was a part earlier before they got captured by the yep. net where not steve james decided to shoot at the ninjas and the ninjas all do this delayed like turn to avoid the bullet thing yep. yeah and it's like okay <laughs> it's that, like this, that was pretty good this too. weird synchronized du- bullet dodging this uh-huh. looks silly that's the first moment where we were like fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> this movie yep um, so then he spends a lot of time just going through yeah sneaking his way around and killing ninjas mm-hmm. and then one of them is like he walks right up to them and they just kind of stand there yeah and it isn't until like he tries to open a door that suddenly that ninja's like, oh. Hey, whoa, no, uh, we're not allowed hey, to open these doors. <laughs> I'm supposed to attack you, undisguised David Dudikoff. David Who? Dudikoff? <laughs> they've got together. We've merged. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. American but, uh, symbiosis. Yeah. Dudikoff, I'm supposed yeah. to kill you. And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to kill you. And yeah. then he goes in and he, he finally gets to the prison basement. Right. Now, they've marched, out, they've marched everyone out of the prison at this point. Mm-hmm. They have set up their little, they're going to burn them alive center out in the yard yep. at, at Dragonfort. Yeah. And the Americans didn't pay. Yeah. So, so time to kill them, mm-hmm. like we said we would. Um, and also, before this, there's a scene where <laughs> Scarf and the Sheik go to the, the suitcase nuke room. Yeah. 
And the sheik's Snook like, room. check this out. And he's like, yeah, cool. And then the sheik turns it on and it immediately starts counting down from like five. Yeah. And James Booth is just freaking out like, uh, dude, what are you doing? And it just keeps cutting back to his face and the, the counter going down and it gets down to one and James Booth turns it off like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's and the sheik's like, well, I just like being reminded that I'm one step yeah. closer to meeting yeah, Allah. Yeah, he's like he's the ecstasy like, of being one second away yeah. from meeting Allah. Yeah, and James was like, "Dude, you are fucked up, motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. But okay. <laughs> yeah, it's at, it's at that point the alarm starts going off and mm, shit yeah. starts happening. But yeah, so they've marched all the prisoners out. They're outside. Right. The prison is empty by yeah. the time mm. Dudikoff gets yeah. there. Dudikoff doesn't know that he comes in the room and all he sees is Sean tied up to this pillar. Yeah, which. We have seen Sean. Right, we the audience clearly seen him marched out. Yes, with the, with the Peace Corps lady, mm-hmm. with not Steve James, with right. the other prisoners that they've shown multiple times. Yeah, yep. Different outfit, everything. Yep. Yeah, they put him in. Um, you know, I again, like I don't know what this fashion is, but it's you know, it's like the Asian style, like you know, wide button, yeah. uh, you know, shirts. It's not right. Nehru, but it's it's similar. Yeah. You know? and like. You know, they've given these nice, you know, shiny clothes that they're about to burn them up in. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, but we, the audience, we've clearly seen them all go outside. And right. then it's like, wait, how's he hanging there? Yeah. And so we know something's up because we're, we're hip to it, but they start fighting. You know, he unties him and, and he, he unties just- him and not, <laughs> not Sean looks at the camera like, haha, I've got him now. And it's like, what the fuck? And yeah, they start fighting. It's also, it's also weird because there's a scene earlier where, Scarf comes in and is like, watch all, you know, I, I've I've tortured these guys so much, they will do all of my bidding. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's supposed to be this thing where, like, where he's Manchurian candidated them, but, like, right. he's just like, lick my boot, and the guy's like, um, no. And so, like, he pulls out his whip, and basically him and, like, a couple other people start beating on him and are, like, act, you know, threatening to kill him, and finally he's like, all right, I'll lick your boot. Right. It's not, like, some kind of blind yeah. allegiance or anything, like, I can walk out of the room and you're going to do my bidding, but they've set this seed of, like, I think I have this power, yeah. and then there's this weird, like, not Sean sitting there, and we're like, well, we've just seen him be carted outside, but the implication is, like, maybe he has some brainwash. Again, the editing has failed this right. movie. Yeah. If you really want to do a scene like that, you don't show. You edit around him being taken out of there. Yeah. You show everyone else going out, you don't show him, Yeah. and you just make people assume that he went with them. Yeah. But it it just ruins everything about it. Yeah, we've because seen all it. it did was us go. We saw them like they brought him out there, right? Yeah. So we're like, what is this? What's happening here? Yeah. So he fights him for a second, and then he's like, Sean, dude, what's wrong with you? And kind of starts giving him a back rub, mm-hmm. and and whatever the Sean person is, is, just like, yeah, okay, everything's cool. And then it's like, haha, it's not cool. I got you. And then they start yeah. fighting again. Um, and eventually, just you know, he. <laughs> he just stabs him in the gut. Dudikoff kills him. Yeah. And then he starts poking at his forehead and just rips his face off. And then it's it's some Asian guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh. <laughs> rips his face off. Well, well rips the mask peels off. Peels the mask yeah. off. Right. Yeah. He'd, he'd gotten away with it, too, yeah. if it weren't for you. It's meddling Dudikoff. And I was like, wait, in American Ninja 2, there was a clone ninja army. So did they clone him already? Is that? Well, and then, no. Okay. So yeah. the other. None of that. The no. other weird thing about this is like. The whole time, I mean, I'm sure it was some kind of weird reshoot or something, but like David Bradley almost doesn't even look like David Bradley. Like no. he, he looks yeah, so he's very got weird hair. Yeah, yeah. He's got weird hair and just just doesn't look like he's looked for the rest of the movie. And it's like everything about this feels off. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? The, the the canon people probably saw it and said, wait, why don't the two American ninjas fight each other? And then they're like, well, that's crazy. No one wants that. And they're like, dude, do it. 
because mm-hmm. that's how canon works. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like, well, you didn't tell us you wanted that to happen. You approved the script without that. Right. No, film it now. So yeah. anyway, so yes, yeah, so it's this dumb, you know, yeah. but game, as soon, like, as soon as, Mission Impossible mask off. Yeah. Thing. And as soon as it's revealed, like they cut to actual Sean out tied up to the thing. Right. Yeah. So and they, I mean they they have apparently played judge, jury, and exe- executioner this whole time. We oh yeah, it's not important, but they're basically just like execute them. Right. And guy comes slowly walking down with like a comedic like old school torch, and they're gonna set these people one by one on fire. Mm-hmm. And they set this guy on fire. They set the first one on fire, yeah. and, and that guy burns to death. And the thing is, like Dudikoff is in the background. Is this is like the guy is walking. He's taking the time to change into a yellow right. ninja outfit. He's, yes. take, he's taking out two more guys who are just kind of like, hey, are you supposed to... Oh, we're, we're dead. Yeah. And he changes into this out yellow ninja outfit, but doesn't put the mask on. No. But he's walking out so very slowly that like the editing makes us think that he's walking out and standing there as the guy is walking there with a the torch, mm-hmm. and that he could have stopped this. Yes. Yeah. Probably not the way it was supposed to play out, but that's how it looks to yeah. us. Because he comes down the stairs and he he, he stands actually, next to yeah, another ninja. He saddles up to next to another ninja, and, and they like, exchange hey, glances like, "Hey, ninja, hey, what's up?" up? <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, I'm a ninja too." Yeah. And then he fucking attacks that guy mm-hmm. and and sneaks him out, like right. pulls him out of the and way. I like in all this happening, David Bradley, like knows that he's doing this behind him mm-hmm. when he clearly can't see and he doesn't turn his head around to look. Yeah. But he just like senses that well, they have Dudikoff an, is murdering people in the background. They have an American ninja bond. Mm. I guess. You know when another American yeah. ninja is nearby. It, it, it's it's the canon sense that uh he yeah. inherited from Chuck Norris yes, at some point. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean he very lazily like starts kind of attacking and going towards freeing everybody. And well no, he he pops up and does the the double smoke bomb. Like he right. he walks up and goes poof. <laughs> I'm just saying he's taking his time. Like meanwhile, this guy, this poor guy at the end is like Burning Man. He's like you know that guy's gone. His his ropes have burned off, and now he's running around like yeah. Ah, <laughs> I'm on fire. And I'll admit, like the way they film the scene in the beginning, that dude is like standing on a pile of fire. That mm-hmm. dude's on fire. Like like <laughs> like past his waist, yeah. fire. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't look like he's got a lot of like shielding on his face or anything. You know, you know that they put all the goo on him, yeah, but. Right. Yeah, he, he looks it, it looks rough. It, he's, yeah, it's it's yeah. scary, <laughs> but it really does pay off when he just breaks off from the the post that he's tied to, and just it does the Burning wall. Man yeah. Godzilla yeah. rampage. And about the time he hits the ground, that's when Dudikoff is like double smoke yeah. and appears right behind Bradley's post, of course, first and frees him. Right, and then you know fucks off to do ninja and shit, by, you know, behind him, <laughs> while you know Bradley is left to free everybody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. and this is the time the Mad Max crew has shown up at the gate and they've blown through the gate and they're murdering every ninja they can find well the Mm. the great thing is like there's that uh penis hat general guy is like there's a shot where there's a guy up in a guard tower that that somehow gets like i think he gets a grenade or something chucked at him and then like does the you know flying leap out of the exploding guardhouse and it appears that the only thing that hits the car below including the general is that guy yeah and then that car blows up too (laughs) right so i don't know if that ninja was packing grenades or something but (laughs) that ninja was made of nitroglycerin yeah Yeah. (laughs) greninja yes it was a it was a very wearing green i don't know no but standard black that there's one guard tower that gets blown up like six times during the sequence yeah that poor guard tower Yeah. yeah But, you know, all that happens, you know, and then, yeah, right about the time, all the things like your standard American Ninja thing, like they all, you know, he's, Dudikoff is doing all of his ninja stuff, you know, Bradley's freeing all the people, mm-hmm. and they come crashing through the gates in their Mad Max vehicles. So it's just chaos. Like, we don't really get a proper, like, American Ninja, you know, versus Ninja fight because mm-hmm. all the other shit is happening. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, it's just big Donnybrook of all the factions fighting each other, and then... 
David Bradley leads everyone back inside. Right. And they all hide inside. And they and just now, they hang out in there for a while. Dudikoff is Dudikoff's the one fighting the monocle ninja, right? Yes, uh, because he they they he offers his hand. He not walks monocle, up to but eye patch, whatever. Yeah, you know. he, he walks over to eye mirrored eye patch yeah. ninja man and just puts his hand up like test to strength me. I, it's weird. Like I, I I was kept thinking there was going to be a ninja dance off battle, and it felt like maybe this was the start of it. But yeah, uh, I don't know. They yeah, just, uh, but so they they touch fingertips, and then they just cut to both of them. They're both in fighting pose now. So that's, whatever that was yeah. meant nothing. Uh, and then Dudikoff murders the fuck out of that guy. Pretty much, yeah. Um, While everyone's standing, like, everyone has murdered every other ninja except for him, and they're just yeah. standing around watching him, and, like, guys are standing there with guns, <laughs> like, hey, uh, you, yeah. do you want us to just shoot him? It'd be a whole lot easier. <laughs> a crowd forms around this fight of all Mad Max people just standing there, like, yeah, fuck him up, get him, you know, it's like, right. he, just a bullet will take care of this. But, yeah, so he, he murders that guy so hard, while David Bradley is forced to fight 70-year-old James Booth, who is running mm. around in a boiler room somewhere well, with an he, axe. He's, he's grabbed uh, our, our, you know, boobs nurse here and like <laughs> dragged her off. And so yeah. he, Dave Bradley's like, I'm going to go save her. Mm-hmm. And um, so like he finds her just laying on the ground. He's like, oh, are you okay? And that's when like, <laughs> that's when Scarf is just like, has an axe. And there's this like close up shot of him just going, ah, like right at the camera. <laughs> yeah. And he like, you know, gets a drop on him, gets a drop on him and like miss, but misses him because of, you know, ninja powers and mm-hmm. then just like disappears again. And so, Bradley again is like stalking around like where the hell did you just go and he comes from like again like he must use whatever uh, travel power that the kid has because he's appeared behind him now has a sledgehammer mm-hmm. it was clearly an axe before but now mm-hmm. has a sledgehammer and is chasing after him and he does it again he did right. ah, he does yep. that whole thing again um, but yeah eventually David Bradley beats the living fuck out of that guy yeah, just he does. kicks him in the face over and over again to where his yeah. his whole evil deme- demeanor changes to like oh stop hitting me and then this he just like this guy's selling his stunt falls yeah. too. Oh yeah, like, like he's getting kicked over things, mm-hmm. and you know he gets eventually the death blow is he gets like knocked off a platform onto a table. Yeah, that sh- that smashes, mm-hmm. and he's like either him or his stunt double, whoever it is, is game for it because they like just get themselves tossed. Oh, it's a triple flip into the yeah. thing. It's it's pretty good. Um, so yeah, he's dealing. He that's what David Bradley gets saddled with. He has to fight that guy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, at some point, not Steve James has rocket launched the Sheik's helicopter that yeah, contains the, Sheik the tried nuclear to take bomb. Off with the nuke. Yeah, yeah. So First he or sudden but inevitable betrayal. Yeah. Sheik. and so he rocket launches that helicopter, which explodes. I guess the ar- the nuke wasn't armed, so it's safe. I don't know how that shit works, but whatever. Submarine movies have told me yeah. that you can have a nuclear missile, <laughs> and as long as it's not armed, you can blow it up. Mm-hmm. Well, even if it's armed, you know. I would think an explosion plus nuclear material might be a problem, but. I'm not. I'm not a nuclear. No, because they don't explode. It. 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 It's a. Uh, it's you know. It's fusion. Okay. Fission. fission. Right. Fission. Yeah, some fission. Fission. Because it, it wants takes. To split it the takes atom. a very very specific set of circumstances to set off a nuclear. Fair uh, it's nuclear explosion. Like, Man, I'd hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd all be. And it's that. not just things <laughs> act like. So. You've no, seen I, the how think, it's made on this. I think we're okay. You? Yeah, <laughs> You've watched much. the how it's yeah. made. How a nuclear bomb is made. <laughs> I don't want to watch that yes. episode. That would be frightening. Um, <laughs> first, but anyway, the plutonium they, is inserted. They still may be kind of fucked because, like, mm-hmm. you could be spreading nuclear material. Like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Nuclear yeah. material over everyone. everyone in this movie died. Like, yeah, you're probably right. N- Radiation poison. Like, yes, all because not Steve James had to blow that guy up. He's like, I have to do something in this scene. Here it goes. 
So better all those ninjas and road warriors than New York City. Yeah. That's what I say. Uh, in whatever the fuck a stand it was, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Who cares? They're yeah. not American. Nobody cares about that. Yeah, in Arizona stand. They may be ninjas, but they're not American ninjas. That's Correct. my stance. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. That dude gets blown up. Yeah. Now, Dudikoff is finishing off, you know, Patch Ninja and knocks him into just a, a pile of crates. And you're like, oh, well, all right, I guess that's that. Mm-hmm. And then Dudikoff walks over and just pulls out one of his little, you know, ninja bombs and just tosses it down onto this dude who's laying on a pile of crates. And that thing fucking explodes. Yeah. Yep. But even better than that, he tosses it, turns around, and slowly walks away. Yep. He cool guy doesn't look at explosions. Not to not to the camera for us. Yeah. But for the guys watching. Yeah. yeah. For all the road warriors. Yeah. Now, I, we all know that Eye Patch Ninja is the leader of the ninjas, but that dude has also not done anything this entire movie to warrant yeah. that kind of death. Doesn't matter. No. I mean, it's fine, but it's just they like should have swapped him. Yeah. That that's what James Booth should have gotten. Yeah, Eye Patch Ninja should have done triple flip through the table and just like broken his neck or whatever. Mm-hmm. So agreed. I, yeah, uh, and then they're all just like gathered in the entryway where all the dead people are, mm-hmm. and like the Mad Max people are just poking all the dead bodies to see who's actually dead. It gets strangely very quiet as soon as the explosion is over. Yeah, like the whole movie is just like, all right, all the war is done. It's very quiet here now. Mm-hmm. And Dudikoff's like, I gotta go. Yeah. He goes, Sean, you can find me at the school. (laughs) And then walks away to credits. Yeah. And David Bradley's like, cool, man. Thanks for saving us. Yeah, but we'll note, the way it's shot, they are not in the same scene. No, No, they're not. They were barely in the same scene at all in this movie. Yeah. Which is a common theme throughout the movie. (laughs) Yeah. Is like, according to IMDb, Dudikoff was like, no, I will only be in this movie if I'm shown to be clearly the better guy and that I save the day by myself yeah. with no help. Cause David Bradley was like, let's team up yeah, and murder American everything. ninjas. Yeah. I'm yeah. starting to realize why Steve James said, didn't want to be it because of the script. I think what he meant was Michael Dudikoff. Maybe, maybe it was just a confluence of all the worst things. Cause this was right when Canon was just yeah. blowing up. Yeah. Imploding completely. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, yeah it's, 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 there's a lot of that crap like, like that just feels like they didn't want, like Dudikoff didn't want to be in any scenes with Bradley whatsoever. Yeah. Which is weird. I mean, there's no reason for it. I, I He didn't want to do American Ninja 3, and so David Bradley took over. He was yeah. just like a, a guy they hired. Yeah, and it's not like they made him like, oh, no, they, now he's Joe. Yeah. You know, they didn't do that. They're like, no, clearly Joe is be- off yeah. doing better things than what you're doing now. Yeah, and it's not like George Lazenby shows up and makes you know like, oh, this never happened to the other guy. Duh. You know, I mean, it's like <laughs> there's no like ill will in American Ninja Three to suggest like fuck that Michael Dudikoff guy, Armstrong. He's a pussy. We got this mm-hmm. new American Ninja. He's awesome. It was just like he's on assignment. Whatever. I don't. It's so weird. And it, there's probably no information about this anywhere because it's a late era canon movie and no right. one knows shit about mm-hmm. what happened. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, anyway. Um, no ancillary awards that we award. There's a pretty sweet song over the credits in Chuck universe. Yeah, I in like Chuck that. Chuck that's a pretty it's good a Chuck song. Chuck Fine song. Yeah. yeah, but if we had an award, I think we need to give special mention to the Ninja ADR work. Yeah, I mean, it's clearly all one yeah. guy. 
Yeah. Like every ninja yeah. sounds exactly the same, but, but it's pretty amazing. Like I was I said that most of the ADR work sound like they were trying to channel their inner Steven Tyler because mm-hmm. like there's several points where it's just like yeah. Ow! Well, <laughs> it's basically like if you were a 12-year-old and you wanted to make ninja sounds, mm-hmm. yeah, pretty much. These are all the ninja sounds you made when you were 12. Yeah. But they're but, all great. But they're in a goddamn movie that adults made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I mean, some of them like really wind up for whatever move they're about to do. So there's like a key <laughs> kind yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. And the whole thing about being stealthy is it, the, no. the voiceovers are killing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, regular ratings. Right. Uh, I'm going to go. Mm, I'm going to go two jocks. Mm-hmm. I want to go three, but I just can't because mm-hmm. of all the. There's so much better stuff here, and it just feels like none of it got put together right. And it seems to be due to Koff's fault. Yeah. You know, to be honest. But I mean, he doesn't even show up till an hour in the movie. The editing and so, like, and it's weird because the early scenes they filmed wrong, like you were saying, Chuck, where it's like they have to cut away mm-hmm. whenever there's impact because they must not have made impact. But later on in the later scenes, all those scenes are filmed pretty well. So it kind of redeems itself towards the end, but it just it just feels like a whole bunch of missed opportunities. But, you know, when you throw a ninja on a pile of explosives and then throw a smoke bomb on top of that that blows it all up and you walk away without even looking at it, you're going to get two jocks. Yeah. I can agree with two jocks. I, I kind of want to go three also, but I feel like that's kind of rewarding this movie for goodness it doesn't contain. Yep. Like... There's some dumb, bad stuff in this movie, and it, it's highly enjoyable because it's bad. Like, mm-hmm. like we were saying, the the voice dubbing and and just some of the, just, just some of the circumstances of just that whole thing popping up under the sombreros and just like dumb bits of things in this movie are really great for both good and bad reasons. But and it's weird too because it seems like they had a bit of money. You can't just film a a cliffside, you know training camp for ninjas you know and have a cast of like a hundred dudes in color coordinated outfits and unless you're friends with the guys that own the training camp for ninjas sure but how many movies have we seen where they can't even pull that off where they only have like six people in the movie <laughs> six ninjas yeah. just running in circles yeah the i mean this had some money to it i mean there was an actual physical helicopter on set that actually worked and you know so it became a model when it blew up yeah, oh yeah it did oh, it was dangling yeah. it was from actually, that yeah, string, dangling when they- <laughs> string that was pretty good but uh yeah, it's 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 probably the weakest of the four so far. Even though I can't remember much of three at all, um, but I I just it's it it it's it's just missing something. I I can't even tell what it is. I think it was just probably the whole entire production being a giant clusterfuck. That's mm-hmm. the best way I can describe it. They probably had an idea, and then mm-hmm. Dudikoff came in and was like, "Nope," and they were like, "Ah, fuck, we have to film tomorrow." <laughs> so. And it's weird because a lot of the, the dialogue scenes that are early on that don't have anything to do with Dudikoff feel a bit improvised, especially any of the scenes with the lady. Yeah. Her dialogue just seems like she's just riffing on whatever she wants to say. Yeah. It almost feels like they just put her in because they're like, we don't have a woman in this movie. Yeah. And this was like after the script was done. Right. They were like, oh, God, <laughs> yeah. we have to get someone in there. Yeah. So, yeah, two jocks. Eh. Mm-hmm. I mean, it hit. It only had a few. Okay, so two jocks, I guess. Like, somewhat. Nah, one jocks. 
one jocks. Sorry. All right. Whoa, <laughs> swerve. Just I was kind of on the on the fence there for a second. Okay. Um, but it it just didn't have any of the the sort of panache or pizzazz um, that you kind of want out of your American Ninja movie. It, it needs a Steve James. Yeah, it needs a Steve James. It needs like full Dudikoff commitment. Um. Or it needs him to not be a Dushikov, I guess. <laughs> um, but like, it, it's got a few of those. It's just got a few flashes of brilliance, and then nothing really. Like, I barely remember this movie, and I saw it an hour ago. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it, it's not even really worth remembering. But it's not like a. It's not bad. It's yeah. just it's just forgettable. And like, if you put it on and 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 watch it you're not going to be mad or anything it's just i think there are probably a hundred worse movies like this out there oh i'm sure could watch same exact american ninja 5 might be probably is a hundred of those i believe hundred yeah um but there's so many just watch american ninja again Mm -hmm. rather than watch this yeah plus you get steve james right which is the best yep so i Younger me, not both podcast and actual me, because, uh, you know, just the way time works, would probably give us three jocks because I would remember the things like the, you know, walking away from the explosion and the and the crossbow bolt and mm-hmm. like the quick change, you know, ditch thing. <laughs> there are like little tiny moments in this that are pretty awesome. But on a, on a whole, the whole movie, I think is I, mean, I, th- I think it's going to barely squeak into the two jocks range. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go that route. Just be, you know, benefit of the doubt just because there are some. Pretty amazing little moments in it, but yeah, on a whole, the movie's not great and pretty bad, broken pacing at times. And I, I feel like even whatever drama happened with Dudikoff, if that's true, seems like it took Bradley down a notch too. Like, yeah. I mean, he's usually even more fun than this, and he wasn't even like he just seemed kind of like eh, I'm here because paycheck. He was yeah. probably defeated. It was yeah. probably just like, I was going to be in this awesome movie. And then Dudikoff came in and told me, no. Yeah. <laughs> you, you get to run around for a while and then sit in a jail cell tied yeah. up. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's just, there are really good things in it, but you know, the movie's going to barely eke out a two jocks rating for me. Yeah. Bummer. Anywho, uh, let's take a break, shall we? All right. Break. All right, welcome back. Hey, Bamcast. Hey, <laughs> Second half, half what? number two. I sneak up on you there. <laughs> Just the way you, it's a different vocal inflection than you usually do. Oh, okay. Hey, hey, welcome back. Hey. I know, it's, it's the chill half. All right. All right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to talk, we're probably going to talk about like a brief overview of maybe horror movies and things in general, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about one movie real quick that's going to have it's just going to have the most awkward segue out of it possible because we're coming from ninjas to now I'm going to talk about this, so I'm just going to get it out of the way. I watched Inside Out, Pixar's latest movie. Ah, that's, ah, that's that is movie. new onto the video. Yeah. Um, th- not only am I going to s- probably spoil that, depending on two more movies that are coming out this year, it's probably in my top five for the year. 
Um, depending on what happens with these it's, next it's ones. It's in your tentative top five. It's, been a it's definitely in my top five currently. Would um, you say it's in your top tentative? Yes, it is. It's definitely in my top there tentative. There it is. Yes. Um, I'm not prone to hyperbole, but I'm going to go ahead and say I think it might also be my favorite Pixar movie now. Strong words. Yeah. And I say that because... I mean, because you liked where, it a lot? In a world where Cars 2 exists. Right. You well, can say this. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like of the the pure quality Pixar movies, like not the cash grabs. Yeah, I mean, I Cars 1 is not awful. It's not. It's by far their less or least, I think, interesting original one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, the, you know, in a world where Pixar sequels exist, yeah. I mean, you know, of Cars 2 and Monsters University and things like this, I feel like of their core movies, like the ones that are like generally considered, mm-hmm. they're they're good, just all around good, like very, yeah. you know, pretty much other than assholes don't have any naysayers. Um, like, I feel like this is like the like the cumulative vision of Pixar up to this date. Uh, like, it's like it has it has ideas from Toy Story. It has ideas from like Wally. It has ideas from Monsters, Inc. It, it's just like I feel like everything came together and made this one movie. And I mean, there there might be things in the other ones I like, but I think this one is just so i don't know it's just good and life-affirming and and interesting and just a, a purely awesome uplifting movie and and like in the completely nonsensical way or a non-cynical way i should say um I, I i don't know i just i adored this movie and i can't i i don't know i also knew very little about it so i'm gonna probably stop talking about it now like i okay. i've i've figured out now with my current top five movies of the year I knew almost nothing about them walking in. Like, Mad Max, I'll go ahead and spoil was on there. Like, the only thing I'd seen was that original teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, every movie that's on there, I knew almost nothing about it. In, ca- in some cases, like, I think I only saw, like, the poster walking in. Like, that's how little I knew about these movies. And it seems like every movie that I saw too many trailers for, I was like, yep, that's exactly what I thought I was going to see. And then I went and saw it, and there it was in a longer format. And so, like, I just, I know we've talked about this before. It's like, Hollywood get better at making trailers or I'm done watching them. You know, like, I mean, I feel like mm-hmm. they're doing okay with Star Wars so far. I mean, right. the, the internet is taking those little bits of information and, and running wild all over themselves. But, you know, <laughs> like, it's, I feel like, you know, from the core, like, movie presentation, number one, you didn't need it, you know, commercial number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you just, you could put the sound of a lightsaber and say December 20, you know, 2015, and people at Jizz all over themselves. You know, you didn't have to make anything. People were going to go see Star Wars anyway. Right. But I think they've done it all right. So, all that being said, uh, I liked Inside Out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The only Inside Out review to ever contain the word jizz. So, there there you, you go. go. Oh, that's fantastic. So, yeah. You mentioned Star Wars. Uh huh. BJ. Yes. It's my understanding that you did an epic undertaking in one night. So I watched the entirety of the original Star Wars trilogy in basically one, one sitting. Um, nice. Mm. Uh, I watched the despecialized editions, uh, which you can find if you are good at internetting at all, or even mediocre at internetting, really. Um, and if not, get better at internet. If not, yeah, just get better. Uh, it's easy. Just go to getbetteratinternetting.com, and uh, for nine ninety nine a month, I will teach you. Mm. But um, the important thing is that I watched all the Star Wars movies in one sitting, which I had never, like, I don't think I'd ever watched all of them within a week of each other. Um, But 
despite the fact that many years uh, there are many years between those movies um I think they fl- they actually flow fairly well as a as a whole experience. It doesn't help that you have you know two paragraphs worth of, or it doesn't hurt that you have two paragraphs worth of crawl that kind of explains what happened between the last time you saw you know our intrepid heroes. But um, those movies are still amazing. Like huh. I, I mean, duh. Nobody like nobody says that they're only assholes say they're bad. Um, but yeah, like. <laughs> I agree. They still, I, 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 yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, the the, the effects the, still hold up. The worst the, case scenario should be, ah, they're not for me. I mean, anyone right. anyone who's like, those are bad. The original three, yeah, is pretty much being a trolling asshole. And I mean. <laughs> with with a couple small exceptions, they still hold up visually, which is which is fairly impressive. I mean, you know, they're they're shot well. The dialogue is pretty good. The acting is is damn good i think in for the most part mm-hmm. um but for them to hold up as well visually as they do is sort of sort of surprising and trying not to look through it you know there there were several moments where like i felt that nostalgia well up me well up inside me as i was as i was watching but for the most part trying to watch it as far removed from uh from those rose colored glasses it it's still like there were moments where I felt myself like I felt the tension that was created in scenes and um, just reminded me like how and how wonderful and how wonderful they were and how far I think the the prequels fell from mm-hmm. the the quality of filmmaking that was present in those movies. Mm-hmm. I'm still like I, I think I'm still of the the opinion that uh, Empire is probably my favorite. I think it's probably the best. It's a bold choice. Um, I know it's like, <laughs> but it's not just like, oh, this is the the opinion that most people share. This is like, okay, I've watched them, I've looked at it. Like, I think that's the most like together of yeah. those. Um, and I, I think I enjoy the story uh, story better. Well, so it's a weird thing. I mean, I don't want to drag on the Star Wars talk, but like Empire is the better movie, but like Star Wars is the only one that can exist on its own. Yeah. So like it's almost yeah. it almost makes it the better movie because by its very definition it can exist on its own whereas like Empire is great but you can't see it without seeing Star Wars first. It wouldn't make a lot of sense or any for that matter. Yeah. Cuz like they do nothing really to introduce the characters or tell you who they are or what their relationship is. It's just like Hey, here's a kid. You know, there's this guy. He he's flirting with her. Like, if you didn't know the dynamics from the first movie, it wouldn't work. You know, I, I, like, I so, don't uh, know if I can agree with that or not yeah. because I can't. Like, I I can't. I'm saying Star Wars. Star Wars from, by itself could be, could exist and never nothing else exists. The other ones, the other two can't. So you say that like, and and you make somewhat of a compelling point, but I can't. Like, I can't. I, I don't know that I can. It would pull make myself more, far enough yeah. away from the experience to go. Yeah, this movie can exist on its own. Like well, it, for, for us, we're, we'll, we'll never be able to look at it because it's like it is literally like it is part of. It's like English. We just know it. We don't have to think about it. Right. For the most part, we you know it's just, it's a thing. We understand Star Wars. It's our very nature, our age. So I would say if someone was being shown to them first time, like if someone showed them out of order, which would be a horrible thing to subject somebody to, but. They'd probably be lost as hell if they watched Empire first. You know, like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah. 
I don't know. Internet, tell us if if yeah. you think Empire uh, can stand on its own. Yeah. Empire or Return oh, of the I, Jedi. It doesn't need to. I mean, I'm just no, it's, no. It's, it's a better movie, just, but in the, t- the I'm just saying, in the typical sense of movie, needs to be its own. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I, now I think I want to fucking watch it again just to think about that. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> nice thing is, it's you know, it's out there and it's not that difficult to to watch it. So uh, we got an email here. Uh huh. From Steve, like the bird heron, Caca. that uh, seemed appropriate for some of the stuff that we're about to talk about. Okay, uh, and it's called a farewell to arms. The MFites, <laughs> what's up, you primitive screwheads? Steve, like the bird here. Another Halloween is coming, gone, leaving us putting the piles of Draculas and cobwebs back to the garage. Every October, I try to fill in my horror gaps since I only got into that genre in the past couple of years. I saw the original Halloween way too young, and it scarred me for a while. There's a lot I've missed. This year, I finally got around to the Evil Dead films, and I feel like talking about them, so I'm going to do it. The original Evil Dead is a really solid, low-budget horror film with good atmosphere, and the budget constraints only add to its let's-go-out-and-make-a-movie charm. At the same time, it seems like the most miserable shoot ever, and my research backs up that theory in leaps and bounds. Also, it's shocking how young Bruce Campbell is in this movie. He looks like a baby. It felt weird. Dead by Dawn is dope as fuck. (laughs) That That first half hour made me did. I don't know what that means, but made me did. But the rest of the movie, he won me over, and I look forward to rewatching this one and the original in the future. Really good special effects, solid jokes, and Sarah Barry is a total fox. She also has a perfect horror movie scream. Her performance was exactly what it needed to be. So far, so groovy. Army of Darkness. Oh boy, Army of Darkness. I want to love Army of Darkness. There's so much I love about that movie. Bruce Campbell is fucking great, really great. Like, why isn't this guy a huge movie star great? He's had a really great career in television, but he still deserves to be bigger. The, he finally, They finally figured out exactly what Ash should be. Some of the jokes are great. It's the one that I've been quoting the most since I've watched them. When the jokes hit, they're home runs. But when they miss, oh God, do they fall flat. And that climax really kind of lost my attention, and it's flawed overall. I want to watch it again, though. And I stupidly bought the DVD and found out a week later that Shout Factory released a dope Blu-ray set. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to get it because I have a problem and need to get back get my, and get off my back, Mom. <laughs> it has two different cuts of the movie. Maybe I'll like one of them better. You will probably like the director's cut better, aside from the ending. Just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't watch the remake, but I only hear good things, so I'll check that out for sure. Wow, I don't know what internet you live on. <laughs> wow, you've no. only heard good things <laughs> That's about a the weird Evil internet, remake. But not our internet. I want to be on that yeah, internet, the all positive internet. all the time. Yeah. Internet. But uh, he says, as for Ash versus Evil Dead, my main worry was how this how would a franchise that was known for great practical effects would translate to TV budget CGI. I was never so disappointing to be right. That show looks like garbage. It's a shame, really. Also, the thing about Ash, what Army of Darkness got right is that Ash is a loser, but a lovable loser. There's a thin line between lovable loser and sad loser. Ash vs. Evil Dead steeps way too much into sad loser territory. But the pilot gave me enough good stuff that I have hope that the rest of the show will be better. Also, the fact that Stars already ordered a second season gives me faith. So that's what I think of Evil Dead. Hail to the king, baby. Steve like the bird sent via my boomstick. Please keep your boomstick out of yeah. our email. Mm-hmm. We already receive enough of those. Yep. Um. So. Yeah. Um, I will say just, I disagree with him about Ash vs. Evil Dead. Okay, well, yeah, I loved it. I was just going to say about yeah. uh, Army of Darkness, the ending. Um, I like the director's cut ending, but you know, nothing tops the S part ending. Yeah, like I like that that was going to be uh, Evil Dead Four was going to be you know 
I don't know. It's not even spoilers because it's not canon anymore. But mm-hmm. like, it was going to be he he said the words wrong, slept too long, and slept right through his time, and woke up in post apocalyptic mm-hmm. times, and was going to be the next Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. And of course, it never happened. So yeah, but yeah, um, I, I watched them over the weekend as well, and uh, I like that Ash vs Evil Dead kind of took the aesthetic from each of them and used it in different parts because like everything that didn't involve Ash felt way more like the original Evil Dead, where it was like straight up, here's creepy shit. Mm-hmm. And then everything with Ash was way more Army of Darkness. And I disagree with him about the whole like sad loser thing. I think that's the point, because it's to show like how far he's gone down without any, basically without an enemy and without a purpose. Because, because that's kind yeah. of the point of Ash's life now, is his life doesn't have a purpose. Yeah, for 25 years, it's not like he could tell anybody the dope shit that he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's just been wallowing in his own uselessness. Well, because like I, I think that's the best thing about the S-Mart ending of Army of Darkness is like he's telling that story and Ted Raimi's just sitting there like, you fucking moron. Yeah, like, exactly. I, this is all yep. bullshit. And yeah. then it happens and it's just like, holy fuck. And like he becomes a superhero yeah. in a matter of like 30 seconds. Right. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that's why it's it's the best part of all of the evil news, mm-hmm. the S-Mart mm-hmm. ending. But I think this, you know, just continues on that. Like, he's probably told some people over the years, either being drunk or stoned, as it's shown in the movie, and they're like, yeah, whatever, crazy guy with one hand. Like, yeah, you know, it's a good thing you look like Bruce Campbell, because otherwise I'd be out of here. Right. You know, and-, and I love that the way he reactivates the whole Evil Dead thing is somehow dumber yes. than the Evil Dead remake. Yep yet makes perfect sense. When it started happening, I was like, oh, this is where it's going? All right. <laughs> this is yeah. this is suitably dumb. This is exactly what it needs to be. And God, what a great smash to title credits yeah. that had because of that. Yep. Like, yeah, but you, what you're saying, though, about like the things not involving Ash, like the, the parts with the, the lady cop and stuff, like mm-hmm. when she's sitting in that diner and that kid becomes a deadite, I was like, that was legitimately fucking freaky yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i was just like yeah yeah and did you did you watch the little thing afterwards yes. that um that like talked about like how much of it was practical effects and all that mm-hmm. like there's a little yeah that was my it. that was my main disappointment was the cg blood especially with those headshots like though those scenes looked bad yeah otherwise i think they did a really good job with just about all the other effects and they showed the effect of the girl turning around mm-hmm. and you know that was a practical thing mm-hmm. that they built and i i I was surprised at how much practical stuff was in it, but I was disappointed that they resorted to CG for some of those things when they've done them in the past ones with practical effects well, and they've worked. There must be something that says you can't do squibs on heads anymore. Like there's got to be a thing you'd never, well, ever, ever, ever see that anymore. It's an explosive on your head. Yes, I know. Yeah. It's inherently a bad idea, but I mean, there must be like something <laughs> in the union now that literally says you can't do it. Well, I mean, they're filming all this in New Zealand. Who knows? They've, you know, that. They've become yeah. very, very strict on their films and, and entertainment sure. medium and stuff like that. I'd say so. there must be something out there because that never happens anymore. Like, I mean, people hardly use squibs at all anymore, period. But, you know, people don't usually have a problem with, like, you know, fake blood of some kind. But there's probably ways now to get around it without a squib. Like, you could probably have a hose yeah. sticking out there just ready to, like, blow some, you know, blood out the back. I think it's probably gotten to the point where there are so few people doing practical effects that it's probably more expensive. Yeah. Because the, all the FX houses are digital now. Like, like the Tom Savini's are like super rare. Yeah. So I it's mean, like you call that, you know, like Rick Baker was just like, I quit. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. 
because no one wants it done well, right. Honestly, so. it feels like anyone doing makeup effects is working on Walking Dead these yeah. days. Yeah. It's like Greg Nicotero hired all of them, mm-hmm. which is weird. He's on the commentary track for Evil Dead too. That is weird because he was one of the one of the effects guys. Oh wow! Like wow. uncredited effects guys in that hmm. movie, but yeah, I don't know the CG blood stuff is just like become a thing like it's just i don't know i hardly even notice it anymore i was disappointed by it in the show but only for like half a second when it hit me that okay this is the era we're in it's gonna look like that yeah i mean it was a bummer but it was like okay well this is still pretty rad that this is happening it's just it's what's supposed to be the awesomest shot at the end of the episode is a cg shot and it's like uh, yeah so but i i i thought it was great my only complaint was the cg stuff everything Mm -hmm. else i thought was awesome yep. and i'm really curious to see where they go for an entire season with it for one and for two like where where they go into a second season with it yeah you know i, I, I was shocked i had i had very little set myself with very little expectation on it i i was just like sitting there watching it by myself making audible noises yeah you know that's how much i was loving it mm-hmm. which is like that takes a something like olympus has fallen usually to make me actually make noise when i'm sitting there by myself <laughs> right yeah, I, I just feel like, you know, even no matter where they go from here, whatever they do, it could totally suck on toast, but we still got this. Yeah. And this is a 45-minute Evil Dead 4, and it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. It was pretty damn good. And it had probably the best line in Evil Dead history that I'm not your hefe, Chief. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> no, I, I also liked him telling her... I. Told you it would cross your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like right after he does the most badass thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I did like that he was wearing his Army of Darkness outfit like under his <laughs> and just rips mm-hmm. it off. <laughs> like, all right, let's do this rip. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. It's good. Yeah. yeah. We liked it. We're looking forward to the rest of it. So quick. Uh, what else did you watch horror movie wise? Anything for Halloween? You? Oh, I, I just did Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. You? Again. Oh, no? God. Yeah, you were done. Because <laughs> Evil Dead anything? 2 is every Halloween for me. Right. Um, Planet Terror, Wolf Cop. Okay. How was Wolf Cop? Uh, it's ludicrous. All right. In and, a good or a bad way? Because <sighs> um, it looked like it tipped its hand too much, just from what I saw, but it looked like it would also be a lot of fun. There are some good things in it. Um, and if you're watching it, you know, sort of side eye at a at a party, um, it's pretty good. But if you're watching it, like if you're paying attention to it, it's pretty bad. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I had a weird thing. I was going to watch my. There's old... some good effects in it. I'll say that, huh. and some stupid effects in it. Also, I was going to I was going to do the uh, stand, watch the standby, you know, horror movie things. I found myself like I I tried to watch things that I love and I've seen a bunch of times. And for whatever reason, maybe I'm maybe I caught whatever Chuck has. Like I, I couldn't focus on anything I'd already seen or seen like recently. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, nah. Like I, I started Cabin in the Woods. Love Cabin in the Woods. Made it about ten minutes, and I was like, nah. I know I, I know every beat of this movie. I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. Like I started to watch Evil Dead, and I was like, nah. I can't. I know every beat of this movie, and so I ended up like rewatching. The, I hadn't seen uh, Jeff Goldblum, David Cronenberg fly mm-hmm. in fifteen twenty years. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm gonna watch this. Uh, I'm trying to remember what else I watched. I don't know. It was just like it was weird. I just was like, yeah, I haven't seen that forever. Let's I hit this. a I hit a weird point too, where I was just like, I want to watch a horror movie, but and Chuck had given me a dozen mm-hmm. from his list, and I was just like, I'm not in the mood for any of these. Yeah. It, it, it's that weird point where you're like, I should be watching a horror movie because it's like October 29th. Yeah, and then 
you're like, but none of these. Yeah. And then I found out the thing, you can only rent it online. It's not streaming anywhere. And my Blu-ray was not accessible then. So mm. I, The only thing I did watch that's, that's kind of tradition for me is uh, Rocky Horror. <laughs> I tend to watch that the night or two Fair before. Enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Allowed. All right. We need to get out of here. All right. Yeah. Let's get some contact information. BMFcast.com. BMF at BMFcast.com. 9105-JOX-BMF. 9105569263. Let's get out of here, shall we? That is awesome efficiency. Thank yep. you. Uh, I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. Thank you.